Disclaimer. Explain It Me is a podcast hosted by two adults who drink in the safety of their own home. If you're joining in on the fun while listening, please drink responsibly, don't drink and drive, and know your limits. Stay safe and have fun. As you listen to episodes, you may hear us make mistakes like names of films, actors and actresses, as well as other unrelated facts. Please remember that we are both intoxicated while making the show and are aware of these mishaps. Please do not yell at the podcast while listening. We cannot hear you. I'm two and a half wines in. <laughs> I feel red. Can we get back to the movie, please? Just confusion. <laughs> oh, we don't know that yet. <laughs> Dad's disease. Explain it me. Explain. Explain it me. Explain it me. <laughs> Boom shakalaka, motherfuckers. Are we recording? Yeah, I want to see. Hello. How long has it been? I can't remember. Today, I hate this word. Today was supposed to be good vibes. <laughs> it was supposed Only to be good, good vibes. vibes. And then like I didn't jokingly say, I was picking up my comrade here <laughs> and some fucking kid hit my car. Now, I drive a 2006 Honda because I'm broke. So <laughs> it's not like I was driving a fucking Lexus or whatever. But still, that now I have to matter. deal with shit that exactly. I didn't have to deal with before today. It's a great way to start this coming back because, you know, we're excited to be back. Excited to be back, but dumb, bad shit does not stop happening to <laughs> us. And listen, for everybody who stayed faithfully to listen to us, we missed you. We missed yes. doing this for you. Our lives have fucking tanked like <laughs> the Dow died. Like <laughs> the red line just shot straight down. If I was a stock market, it's 2008, motherfuckers. <laughs> we're okay physically. That's what we can Mentally, say. Mentally, no. No, no. Mentally, we're not okay. Stephanie and I have been through some fucking bad lows this year. Did We had some positives, you know? We had... I have some good things to talk about, but a lot of bad shit. And that's why we were gone for a while. Yeah, if uh, if I wasn't broke before, I am broke as fuck now. Right. A lot of uh, just just life kicking me. Like, when, you know that scene I showed you from Smiling Friends where the demon comes into the Halloween party <laughs> and they're like, what the fuck is that, blackface? Yeah. And they beat the shit out of him. I'm the demon. <laughs> and life is everybody else. <laughs> you get fucking curb stomped yeah, at shows, the party. It's just crazy. I love it. <laughs> um, but yeah, listen. We knew we were coming back. We just didn't know when. Yeah. And now that we have the time, we're hopefully back on a normal schedule. You know, we're going to put content together. Yeah, yeah. Next, it's, uh, it's almost Christmas now, but this will be out after the new year. Yeah. So if we put out new shit for 2024, hopefully 2024 will start on a high note. Because if it starts on a low note, I'm going to go lower and then we're going <laughs> to die. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> 
Spaghetti depressy times one thousand. <sighs> let's let's just have a conversation before we get into this because I have to tell you guys that special because we knew we were coming back. I'm like Stephanie, we gotta hit hit them with hard hitters. Yeah, I'm talking some about classics, some classics, some fucking well known blockbusters. <laughs> and I'm telling you right now, I we we did that. We both did that. Um, this episode is going to be my episode. You already know what it is by the title and shit like that. My movie was fantastic. That's good. It makes it harder sometimes. Fair. Yeah. I got to really true. amp up the comedy because I knew this was a classic movie. I knew that everybody loved it. So I was like, okay, this is going to be good. I saw it and I was like, oh my God, that was amazing. <laughs> yeah. That's rare. I'm going to, I'll tell you all about it when I get into it. Yeah. Um, no, I was like thinking, like, what do we talk about when we come back? Because like we always just have oh, God, I random mean... conversations. Oh, I do know what I was going to say to you. Okay. I, I thought this through. All right, good. I haven't. <laughs> Can you tell me a fact about the kiwi bird? Uh, yes, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that they are body ratio to what they lay their eggs are the biggest eggs. Okay. Like, to compare to the actual size of the bird and the size of the egg they lay, it it's the biggest. It's basically the size of their full body. Anything else? Um, they live in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why New Zealanders are called Kiwis. Right. Um, they're, I'm pretty sure they're nocturnal birds. Yep. And they can't fly. Nope. Um, they have very long beaks. Yep. They basically look like a fuzzball. Did you know that they have, their nostrils are on their beaks instead of it being up here on their, like, normal bird's head? Their nostrils are actually on the long beak. They're the only bird that has nostrils. Oh, like, further down the yeah. beak? I didn't know that. Did you know also when they scream they sound like humans? I think I've heard them, they, I yeah. saw a video and I was like, yeah. holy shit. <laughs> I mean, like, Australia and New Zealand combined together. I mean, like, you know, if, if I heard it, because I, I can't recall what it sounds like, but... You know, I told you about that bird that just, like, comes up on this guy in the middle of the, like, nowhere. And it's just like, whoa, Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know what bird that is, but I always think of, <laughs> whenever you do that. Everybody who has heard that we're back, that we're recording today, has been very, you know, supportive. And I thank them for it. <laughs> this is our little uh, Christmas present to you guys. <laughs> well, it's past. You'll well, hear it well, past yeah, Christmas. after, but. Happy New Year. If you follow us on Twitter. Twitter. I will not call it. Nope, what it is we're not going right to call now. it that either. What the fuck could it, like you know it's Twitter and then you have tweets. What the fuck is it? X's. X and X's yeah. like I don't. That's so fucking Did dumb. Did you hear that Teslas are being recalled? Yeah, like sixty million of them. Yeah, because of their fucking autopilot shit. Well, that's what I was. Because Donna got into an accident, she was talking to her brother. It wasn't my fault. <laughs> <laughs> it was not. But I told you, I don't know if this was on one of the episodes, because I'm pretty sure we were recording when I told you about this, but there was, Teslas have killed like 20 motorcyclists because they were on autopilot. Yeah, and they can't pick them up, right? And they thought it was a car far away because of the way the lights are in the back. Okay. So they would they just basically ride right up, right up on their asses and they're... The reason why you can't sue Tesla when you're doing autopilot is because autopilot turns off right before impact. So you're technically still supposed to be paying attention Alert. to yeah, what the car is doing. Yeah, you're not supposed to be doing. sleeping in the fucking yeah, car. So, so you can take over if there's yeah, like a Yeah, so you're supposed to break and basically you can't sue Tesla for them riding up on someone's ass. Dude, fuck Tesla. 
fuck these cars it's like now i gotta worry like i'm in the ocean that a shark's gonna attack me i gotta worry that a goddamn car is gonna come Dude, after me every single fucking time i see a tesla i'm just like Ugh. i know there i've been in them i once There's was getting so into i was more. leaving an uber i i told you they must have had a buy one get one free sale because they There's were all so over the street many I was in one in an Uber once, and like I couldn't open the door. Right, because you I'm don't like, know how to. <laughs> how do you? <laughs> yeah, I'm like this. I could die in here. <laughs> oh, they have a thing too. Someone would. Uh, me and my boyfriend watch a bunch of like car shows and shit like that. And if the battery completely dies, you can't open the door. Oh, I've seen those videos. Yeah. <laughs> Where people are like, I can't get in the car. Or out of it. Because, well, I've never seen someone stuck in it, thank God. No, they, I've, can't, uh, yeah. they can't open the door from the inside. Fuck. So you're like, what do I do? I'm like, break the fucking window? I just think that we should, you know, get it. Well, first of all, I, I spit on myself. I'd like to say we are drinking what I was very excited for and now I'm not. Uh, <laughs> well, maybe it's maybe it's, it's like just White Claw, one flavor. just the flavor. We are drinking Topo Chico Margarita Hard Seltzers. <laughs> Yeah, and it's the prickly pear, and Donna doesn't understand when I say that it tastes like grass. No, because that's the equivalent of me saying my teeth burn, and nobody understands what I mean by that. It There's it, there's like a sweet, fruity flavor, but on top of that flavor, it just tastes like liquid. You've never taken grass shots? Like Tweet grass? at me if you've eaten or drank grass, and then try to explain you've to me. You've never had wheat grass shot? I have, but you know what? It's mostly lemony because they put lemon juice in it. And that's what I feel like overpowers it. But I've never gone out like a cow on all fours and just eaten grass. I mean, neither have I. So how have you eaten grass? I just know how things taste. That's okay. <laughs> that's not normal. Like but... ass. No. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Welcome to... <laughs> explain it me. Where two women... A podcast. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this again. Welcome to... Explain it me. A podcast... We're two women Schwammin. talk about a movie that's confusing in plot, and the caveat is we're fucking well not yet, but we'll get there. Yeah. Drunk. <laughs> one the one who has to explain the movie to the person who's never seen it has to be drunk. And today that's me. Uh. Yeah. And Stephanie has never seen this film. I never saw this film. Really? Yeah. No, never seen it. Um. Today, do you want to know what movie we're doing? Well, I already know, but yes. Tell, yeah. We tell, are. Tell us. We are doing. It was hard to spell. Two thousand one. A Space Odyssey. What year did it come out? 1968. 68. Is that the oldest? Um, so far, I think, yes. so, yeah. Okay. Um, before I do anything, I want to tell you guys something. Okay. Um, don't Google 2001 and expect to get anything on the movie. (laughs) Because... You did that? Hold on. I took a screenshot. I Googled... 2001 thinking that google knew that i knew it could read your mind yes Not i'm talking yet, about the movie but soon enough because i because the first hit on google was why is 2001 significant so at this point i'm like it's also talking about the movie and then no, i no, read no 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 donna the year- our favorite our favorite host yeah because <laughs> then i read the year's most prominent event was the September 11 attacks against the United States by Al-Qaeda. And I'm like, that's not what the movie's about. <laughs> and then I realized, oh my God. Bitch, this ain't remember me. <laughs> Google thinks that I meant that, like, I don't know the fucking 9-11 attacks. Well, okay, I have, I, I have a trivia fact that I only included because of. Oh God. 9-11. We're not in your movie. I know. We're in yet. my movie. Yeah. 
All right. So, we're on 18 font. We're ready to go. 2001 A Space Odyssey. I didn't know how to spell Odyssey. <laughs> and, oh, hold on. I do, I'm, I'm going to have a Stephanie moment here for a second. Okay. Is, does anybody else think that um, either iPhone or iOS or Google isn't working anymore? Because it no longer autocorrects my words into the word closest to Dude, what... Dude, that's what, what I was telling you. And you're what like, what the, the fuck is wrong fuck? with... I will spell, like, the dumbest shit, and only if I hover over what I can see is misspelled, then it'll be like, oh, did you mean this? Not even. I fucking write, like... I guess that's Grammarly. Though. Odyssey in my fucking, you know, iPhone, and it's like, Odessa? And I'm like, Odyssey, come on. You, you're not even giving me more than one option, and you're not even giving me, like, the fucking right option of the word I'm spelling. It's, like, so stupid. Google Docs still does it correctly, thank God. No, but Google when I'm Docs texting, just straight for up me, doesn't it, work it for works. Me. But for fucking, I, it's not on Grambling. It's just Google, whatever. Fucking, you know, it, for AI taking over and shit, it's really doing a shitty job. And, you know, <laughs> good, we're talking about this movie, so it makes sense. Oh, mine too. <laughs> All right. So, yes, the movie was made in 1968. It was... Wait, someone's dying. Yeah, someone's dying. <laughs> Not anymore? Okay. Wait. It's going to be like, whoop, whoop, whoop. Yeah, <laughs> If I ran a city, if I was a dictator, I would make I would make my sirens be, <laughs> like, is there a bird out my window or someone dying? Move out of the way. So, this movie is rated G. <laughs> really? Yeah. I was like. I don't know what my... Are we doing that? <laughs> no, but it's just like, Jesus Christ, it's G, which is like good for everyone. <laughs> God. Like, children could, well, children could go see this movie. I'm not going to lie. Like, this film doesn't have any kind of, like, love It's Gunda. <laughs> there's no love interest. There's no nudity. There's nothing, like, it's straight up just with the plot of, like, what this movie is supposed to be about. There mm. is no side plots, nothing like that. Okay. So, do you know who directed this movie? No. Do you know who wrote this movie? No. Could you give a guess? A famous director? No. Okay. It's directed and written by Stanley Kubrick. Okay. It was co-written by somebody named Arthur C. Clarke. There's not a lot of trivia for this movie because honestly, it's like a really straightforward, like classic film. Um, but Arthur C. Clarke is a writer and he wrote a short story that they based the movie on. It's so. a, I thought it was based off of a book. No, it was based off a short story that Arthur C. Clarke wrote. And then they wrote a book? They did? Oh, so you do know something about this. I know there's a book. Yeah, they wrote a book, but it came after the movie was made already. So it's starring... You're not going to know any of these people, because I didn't even. (laughs) Kier Dulia. Okay. Okay. (laughs) This man's name is... Do you even want to bother? This man is not named Gry. I don't know what my (laughs) fucking shit autocorrected to. It says Gry Lockwood. It must be Fry. I don't know. Cry or Gary, I don't know, and William Sylvester. There's not many people in this movie, so you won't have a hard time with keeping cool. up. Are you ready for a question? Hit me. What would you do if you had to fight a robot, and do you think you could win? Pour water on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, come I on, mean, come on, like it's like 1968, so like. Is going to fry. They're in space. Okay, piss on it. Oh. <laughs> I don't have a dick, so it'd be kind of hard, but... Okay. <laughs> I was not expecting... All right, so you're confident <laughs> you could win. Yeah. Come on. Okay, are are we trying to say that it's like a robot... Do they have a robot? That, like, Do we see a robot in this movie? Yes and no. It's not a conventional robot the way that you're thinking. It doesn't have arms and legs and moves. It's a ship. 
Okay, it might be hard to piss on a ship. It was, yeah. <laughs> well, actually, no. Okay. It's not hard to piss on a I ship. I just fucking climb on top and just... <laughs> You're going to get out in space and, have, and pull your dick out. It's going to freeze and fall off. <laughs> That's why you always have a cup of your piss. <laughs> Which free... Okay. All right, anyway. The movie starts black. <laughs> what? I'm telling you right now. Okay, black screen. Yeah, but for the first... Okay. For the first, like, six minutes... It's just a black screen with music looming louder and louder. Okay. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, this is the start of it. No, nope. <laughs> Or I'm also thinking, is this movie playing correctly? <laughs> I did think that. I fast forwarded by accident and then had to go back. So I'm sitting there, nothing, hearing music, sitting there, nothing. And then we hit the, the got the fucking MGM logo. And I'm like, why did we need to do a the music in black and right? <laughs> <to> like, <laughs> like fucking MacBook. All right, so after you get the MGM logo and shit like that, we see... Now listen. A lot of explaining, I get it. Oh my god. <laughs> I really, I did, I'm doing this for you guys. <laughs> you know how I'm not good with geography? Yes. I'm also not good with space. Okay. So like, <laughs> it's a planet. Got it. The sun is behind it. Okay. Because the sun is rising. Because we're not on the planet. We see the planet. Okay, we're in space. I assume so. <laughs> I mean, if we see the planet, then yes. Sure, but... Unless we're on the surface. Are we in space or on the surface of the I planet? I think we're in... I think from our visual point of view, we are in space and we are seeing the sun rise over another planet. Okay. I knew that this movie had two classical, like, music pieces in it that it was obviously famous before then, but this movie, like, catapulted them as household name songs. <laughs> so we get the... So like, and I was sitting there like kind of excited. You're like, oh, shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, there's another planet. I don't know what it is. Um, okay. <laughs> the music though, like even though I've heard these pieces all my life, just hearing it in the movie, it's stunning. Like I, I don't know how else to explain right. it. Right. Well, I mean, like thinking it's of surreal. when it first came yeah. out, and that and was to like be the there. The yeah, epic. in the, the yeah to hear all that fucking like that blasting like in that would be You're so like, oh, cool. Shit, this must be good. I'm sure nobody shot up movie theaters back then because everyone who has shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> so, I can watch my movie in peace. Yeah. <laughs> Women can't vote, but I can say no. <laughs> but so, I can shoot you. <laughs> we get a scenery shot of vast land, just like dry desert rocks and terrain or whatever. And it says on the screen, the dawn of man. Okay. Now, here's another thing that I'm not sure of. I think this is Earth. It, it should be. Like, okay. Because I'll get into, like, why. But, you know, I think it's Earth. So, <laughs> you just see bones everywhere. Like a goddamn elephant graveyard. And there's apes. <laughs> okay. Apes all over the place. <laughs> We're in ape city. <laughs> And warthogs. Now, I'm pretty sure it's warthogs. Okay. <laughs> the warthogs and the apes live among each other in peace, I think. So. Okay. Because there's a name for the apes because this is supposed to be. <laughs> what is this fucking Pumbaa and Curious George? Like. <laughs> I would watch that movie. <laughs> no, it's because this is supposed to be before man. So it's like they're not really. They're all. They look like fucking monkeys, but. I'm guessing it's not supposed to be monkeys. It's supposed to be what eventually led to man okay. being yeah. evolutionized into yeah. man. 
it had a crazy name on Wikipedia when I looked it up. I don't remember it, but they look like fucking monkeys because right. they're all in monkey suits. So they live together in harmony. <laughs> Hakuna Matata, motherfuckers. The apes and the warthogs are just chilling in this vast land. There's like dirt water that they're drinking because like they got nothing. And then all of a sudden a cheetah flies out of nowhere. <laughs> now, I don't know if cheetahs existed when we didn't. I mean, but like... The ancestors, sure, say, whatever, yeah. The cheetah flies out of nowhere and starts attacking one of the apes. Um, and they all just watch as their ape cousin gets murdered and kidnapped. So next day, apes are chilling again, screaming their heads off. It's the real housewives of the apes. And <laughs> an ape gang rolls up on another ape gang. And they start breakdance fighting. And, or some shit. And then the next day... <laughs> they're like, throw down, bro. <laughs> the cheetah has a whole ass zebra that it's just chilling on and eating the chimp is eating the zebra no the cheetah is eating a zebra okay it's one cheetah its eyes glow and it's just chilling on the zebra okay did we already got radiation poisoning like <laughs> actually there's a reason the cheetah's eyes glue glue glued <laughs> glow but i'll talk about that later at the end maybe so zebras exist back then too i mean when they... did the animals come the normal animals not like the saber tooth and like, I mean saber tooth was like ice age prehistoric, but yeah, like fucking. What? But like, I'm supposed to believe that when the goddamn human monkeys between humans and monkeys came along, there was also just normal cheetahs and zebras. I mean, it's possible that they would look similar. They wouldn't be exactly what they are today, because oh. I would assume what I think like human development is like two million years or some shit like that. Well, okay. We- I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, civilizations already existed like 5,000 years ago. All right. Well, the apes are sleeping in a cave. Cool. Home base. They hear noises outside. You know there's an ape game? You can play as an ape. And it's like an evolutionary thing. My eye is twitching. (laughs) (laughs) One of the apes hears a noise outside the cave, and his eyes are like going sideways, like looking around like, hey, did any of you other ape people hear what's going on? (laughs) Let's get the fuck out of here. There's a fucking burglar. Next day, they wake up and they go to their, you know, living room area <laughs> outside. And there's a giant rectangle in the middle of the land. What so the fuck? Okay. it's called a monolith. Okay. It's just a giant black monolith. Um, I'm going to call it a rectangle because okay. I didn't know it was a monolith until I looked it up later and it was like, it's a monolith. The huh? rectangle. Yeah, the rectangle. The apes. What? It's black? Or yes. What? Okay. It's black. It's just plain black. Like, I don't know. Gigantic. Yeah. It's it's like feet. It's like a fucking building kind of like, okay. The apes are going bananas. Oh. (laughs) Um, And then this terrifying like choir music is playing where it's just like, (laughs) like as the apes are going crazy and like touching. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Stop. They're all rubbing and touching it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Have you not seen this movie? Because it sounds like you were in it. I've seen Planet of the Apes. <laughs> so it abruptly stops, and we get more land shots. And then you see one ape in Ape Land, and he's ape thinking, and he's ape walking around. Because he's like, I don't know, this fucking rectangle comes down and. It's like, what are we doing here? Like, what is our purpose here? So this one ape is like thinking and 
He's fucking rummaging through these bones of like a skeleton. And then all of a sudden he picks up a bone and he starts just hitting shit with it. Okay. So we have now violence. We have invented violence. We've invented weapons. Weapons, yeah. And the apes start killing the warthogs (laughs) because they're all fucking eating meat now. Their life has oh, gotten better. Okay. The, the the black demon rectangle has come down and we're like, you know what? Fuck you, Pumbaa. Dinner. So, remember I told you the ape gangs came up on their yeah, ape the territory? Yeah, yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they come back. And, ape um, clan. Yeah. The one ape with the bone is, like, coming into the center. And, like, they pick another ape from the other gang and they're, like, like, like they're squaring up. Fuck you up, yeah. It's a rival gang shit. Now... He's battling another ape, and he just starts beating the shit out of this ape with the bone. He's wailing on him, like, it's just You're up. my bitch now, motherfucker. It's, it's GTA ape. Like, <laughs> <laughs> then his posse sees, like, he's fucking peop- apes up with a bone, so they pick up bones, and now they're all fucking fighting with bones, so. Okay. It's, it's bone city. It's just um, <laughs> Then at some point, the ape throws this fucking femur bone up in the air. And as it's like tumbling in slow motion, it turns into a spaceship. What? <laughs> and we are outside Earth. <laughs> okay. More, more beautiful classic music. Just there's all these spaceships in space and they're like cruising along. One of them looks like a fucking bicycle wheel. And <laughs> we then get a shot inside another spaceship that just looks like kind of like a weird airplane or whatever. And this is where we get another classic music I said song. It's the dun 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 So this guy I saw all of these songs on Looney Tunes when I was a kid. That's how I found out about yeah. them. So this guy on the ship, his pen like floats out of his pocket and it's like spinning in air. And this flight attendant like walks over and grabs. She's like wobbling like she's drunk because they're all like floating. Yeah. yeah. She like puts the pen in back in his pocket. The flight attendants in this movie have like fucking globe hats. They're all white. And then their outfit's white. Okay. And it just looks fucking weird. We see more outside ship shots. The ship shots. The one thing I'll say about this film is that it's incredibly long for a 60s movie. You know, it's two hours and 30 minutes. That is and long. It's just elongated visual scenes. That's what makes the movie so long because there's minimal dialogue in this mm-hmm. film. So we see two pilots. They are flying. Wait, the- so it's just. Oh my God. <laughs> so it's just elongated, like, scenery shots. Mm-hmm. The shots of, like, the ships flying past each other and, like, being in space and whatnot. That's all it is. So there's two pilots flying um, the ship that the guy is on with the pen. And they're trying to enter this bicycle wheel ship. (laughs) So, like, they have it in their target. They're trying to get into it. The man with the pen is sitting on the flight still because this is an airplane, but a space airplane. He gets off when they enter the bicycle wheel and... He meets this other guy. The dude that got from one plane to the bicycle wheel, he's a doctor. I'll tell you his name now. His name is Dr. I don't remember his first name. Nickenbacher. Floyd. Okay. His last name is Floyd. The doctor that he meets on the bicycle wheel is like, 
hey, good to see you. We've been expecting you. And he's like, yeah, I know. So <laughs> that's why I'm like, here, bitch. You got to check in. So he goes to the screen and there's a woman on the screen and it's it's like FaceTime before FaceTime existed. And she's like, tell me your name and your ethnicity and where you're going. What? And I was like, ethnicity? So just take like country of origin. He's like, uh, Dr. Floyd, American, and I'm going to the moon. Okay, Elon. He's going to the moon. And so <laughs> his next flight is in two hours. And he's like, I need to make a call. So he goes into this pod and he calls his house again on like a fucking video FaceTime screen. And his like four-year-old daughter picks up the phone. And she's like, are you coming to my birthday party? And he's like, no, honey, I can't make it. You know that. I don't love you. <laughs> and my moon bitch is waiting for me <laughs> he's like where's mommy and she's like she's out shopping and he's like who she left you alone and she's like no rachel's here i don't know who rachel is um, the dog <laughs> so he's like okay well tell mommy i called and have a happy birthday and you know i'll see you in 18 years and <laughs> this call costs a dollar 70 that's a lot of money for 1960 well that's not what year i'm guessing it's supposed to be that's 2000 fucking cheap i'm guessing that we're supposed to be in the year 2001, 2001 but they didn't i didn't read that on maybe i didn't read good but i didn't read that <laughs> on wikipedia his name is haywood floyd and the purpose of him being there is he's meeting all these other doctors so he has to go to another meeting on the moon <laughs> hold on so when you say hey to him you need to say hey haywood well no because he's not in the movie for that much longer <laughs> After he's done with his call with his bastard child, he is going to a restaurant on this bicycle wheel, and he runs into these Russian doctors, and... What kind of doctor is he? He's a scientist. Okay. Um, none of them are, like, medical doctors. They're all scientists, because they're all okay. working, like, in some kind of space. Uh, I almost said custody. Um, <laughs> I don't know why. All right, so he runs into this group of Russian doctors. Space TSA. <laughs> and... These doctors, it's like, doctor, doctor, thank you, doctor, welcome, doctor, doctor, whoa, doctor, doctor, uh, whoa, how are we all named doctor? <laughs> <laughs> the Russian docs are going back home. They were working on another satellite, and they're now going back to Earth. And they're like, oh, Dr. Floyd, we heard you're going to Cla Clavius? Clavius? Clavius. I think it's Clavius. Cladusi. No. <laughs> and... They're like, oh, did you know that nobody was able to reach that hub for the past two weeks? We've sent signals out to uh -oh. them and no one's been able to oh, answer no. us. Yeah. And the space they... monkeys got them. <laughs> There's no space monkeys. <laughs> so they're like, do you have any word? Do you know what's been happening? And he's like, no, I, I honestly am going there to figure out like what's been going on. And they're like, well, it's been 10 days until we've, since we've heard from somebody and, you know, we did get a signal that somebody requested an emergency landing two days ago. So okay. apparently the crew is fine. That was at Clavius. They got back all right from wherever the fuck they were coming from. So they didn't emergency land at the place that's not answering? I don't know, but they're fine. <laughs> okay. They're, they're like, fine. psych, <laughs> we good. The Russians are like, you know, we got a report that an, an epidemic has broken out on Clavius. Uh -huh. And they ask Floyd if he can comment on it. Space Rona. And he declines. I know. I was triggered. <laughs> <laughs> he declines. He's like, I can't answer that. So the, they Wait, wish what? Him... What can't he answer? He can't answer to any rumors that they've heard an epidemic broke out. Floyd. Yeah. Okay. So they wish him luck and he leaves to go get breakfast. 
and then they're speaking in a foreign language, whatever. Cut back to more floating and music. It's the same. Yeah. He's now on the other flight and he's sleeping. And we see the flight attendants walking around with like futuristic food. Now, does it look like an airplane? No. Like where are they sitting that there's like flight attendants walking around? Well, okay. So the first plane he was on looked like an airplane. Okay. Like a classic airplane. This one, it's like there's a giant window that you can see out of. And there's just like a row of seats like in a theater. Okay. Like long, like long way instead of like gotcha aisles. facing the window. Yes. Okay. And he's sleeping, and they're bringing out these trays of food. Now, this food, <laughs> you can't see it. It's like a tray. It looks like a child's tray with like a, a cartoon carrot on it and a cartoon broccoli and a cartoon yeah, steak. You got your protein, your veg. Bro, a straw pops out and you drink it. Out of the tray? Yes, out of these individual pictures. Huh? Oh, ew. Huh? So it's like liquefied. <laughs> I mean, huh? carrot juice is good. I That's love carrot, not carrot juice. juice. It's not carrot puree. <laughs> but whatever, I digress. What the fuck? I can't imagine like a tray size just like built-in cups <laughs> it's not even built-in cups they're rectangles no i know i'm yeah, saying like um, a tray that's like thick <laughs> uh, uh, yeah i always want to refer to my food as thick <laughs> so this is one of the scenes that's really cool it, 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 don't mind the food but <laughs> the flight attendant is bringing trays of food to the pilot i don't know how they don't vomit um and she stands in the middle of this hallway that looks like it looks like a gerbil wheel honestly okay and she starts walking up it and she starts going upside down until she's on the other side of it and then she enters and the camera follows her upside down then it turns right side up because technically she is upside down but now it's going back to being forward i know like but since there's like no up and down in space it doesn't matter (laughs) right but they talked about how they did all this shit i have to say this if I realized, like, holy shit, this movie came out before Star Wars. Star Wars is shit compared to this. And Stanley Kubrick did not want to do a conventional, cheesy sci-fi movie about space. Yeah. So everything looks, like, super intricate and realistic. All of the technological, like, soundboards and shit like that. It's beautiful. The lighting. Everything looks so clean and crisp. It's just, like, fuck. It's an amazing, like, portrayal of it. And that's that's why I liked it, like, when I watched it. I always find that really interesting where it's a older movie that is trying to depict the future and, and where it does it a fantastic job. Where it doesn't look like it's fake. Right, like it's some like 80s shit interpretation of what the future will look like. I, like I know a lot of people like are like, "Oh, there's a lot of work that goes into CGI, but CGI does a lot of the work for you when you put in that fucking work for it." Like he built all these sets no, and I he mean, did pra- all these practical special effects are just I always find it super fucking cool. I mean, in my movie that I'm going to do next, I'm going to talk about that the, also. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I told you about her going upside down or whatever. So she enters the cockpit and she gives the pilots their food. It's corn and peas drinkable. And <laughs> I, I know. We see Floyd get up to use the bathroom and there is like a fucking tablet on the wall that says a zero gravity bathroom. So he's like, hmm, reading the directions of how not to piss in his own face. I mean, is this just straight up a (laughs) vacuum that you just stick your dick in and it just sucks the piss out of your dick? Imagine you had to read a book on how to take a dump. Like, that's what he's got to (laughs) do to use this bathroom. (laughs) The ship is starting to land on the moon. 
who, the moon. Who keyed the moon rules into my freaking car? <laughs> You never. That's no, Aquatine never Hunger Force. I've never seen. That oh one. God, that's my favorite episode with the Moon Knights. <laughs> it's Carl, their neighbor. Like, who? Yeah. Okay. Who keyed the Moon rules in my freaking car? <laughs> There's a whole base and civilization on the Moon. Like you see astronauts working on parts of like this fucking base and like exploring or whatever. Now we're inside the base and there's a meeting going on and this person is introducing Floyd who came specifically to have this like, you know, meeting with all these other doctors or whatever. Oh, by the way, the moon opens like a mouth. <laughs> like this base it's opens and when the, yeah, and then the spaceship lands inside of it. So he's at this meeting and someone's like, you know, introducing him and he's like, so something has been discovered and everyone is worried about it because there's no security and they just are, like, making up all these rumors and speculations of what's been discovered and what that means for us. On the moon? It's not on the moon. <laughs> or on that uh, space station. It's not on that space station. I'll tell you now. It's on... Maybe it is on the moon. It's not clear. Or I didn't watch it well. Um, <laughs> okay. Let me... I'll get... To, when right, I get okay. to the next part, I'll okay. explain okay. more about it. So, he's like... You know, rumors about this being an epidemic has everyone in a tizzy. So, <laughs> I they feel... the tits in a knot, motherfuckers. <laughs> He's like, I feel bad for all of you that believe this and are worried. You're all pansies. Um, they have to properly prepare of what information is going to be leaked to the public. And so he's there to gather reports and facts... From everybody who's been involved. Get your PE gear, mother. <laughs> I don't know why I keep saying motherfucker. I'm trying to stop myself from saying motherfucker. And he's like, once we have everything collected, we'll announce the news to Earth properly. So then one guy's like, how much longer is this story going to have to be kept secret? And he's like, more thought and consultation has to be put together. <laughs> I can't keep a secret. <laughs> I can't do it. Anytime <laughs> I hear something, I got to call my cousin. I got to call my mom. I got to let them know what the fuck is going on. They also need everyone in the room to sign uh, a report with their name on it, acknowledging what they know. This is like some what, CIA what they shit. Fog- they have to sign a fucking NDA or some shit? Like, uh, I don't know. On another spaceship, we see Floyd and, and other men. I wish I could be more descriptive. Okay. They're going to... I have a the- question for you. Okay. Are all these men white? Stephanie. It's I'm the 1960s. I was surprised there was one woman at this meeting. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. What a whore. It's the 1960s. Um, Fucking heathen. Okay. They're, they're going to the site where this thing was discovered. Okay? Okay. This is why all these and men And this are... is when I'll find out where this is? I think they're still on the moon. <laughs> on the moon. Yeah, the moon rules. Um, <laughs> uh, they're in these, like, they're in these, like, this is the only time this looks cheap. These cylinder, like, space suits. You know that that uh sketch from the whitest kids you know sex robot sex robot sex robot sex robot i don't think so oh my god um it's the only whitest kids you know sketch i think it's funny well one of them uh it just looks like cheap like fucking cylinders in aluminum foil like around their bodies i mean they might as well just done like a bubble boy suit or some shit so they're eating pop tarts filled with chicken and ham and (laughs) i swear to god i mean at that point it's a hot pocket it's, but it looks like it's like crackers or graham crackers. Like it's flat. No, it's like boxier and it has fucking ham or chicken filled in it. That's disgusting. I know it's fucking gross. Like I would kill myself. Space food? Hello, 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 no. Hello, hello, no. 
uh, pop tarts are made with formaldehyde. So oh, cool. It's no different. Um, I am going to uh, eternally just soothe my body. Just put my casket, make my casket out of a s'mores pop tart. <laughs> Floyd thanks his colleagues for the way that they've been handling the situation, and one of the guys shows Floyd a photo saying. This is where the issue started. This is where we got a signal where it was coming from, and we've located it. The signal was so strong that whatever this thing is, it's powerful. Okay. Whatever it is, it was deliberately... It's hard. (laughs) Whatever it is, it was deliberately buried on the moon, I think. The moon. Uh, They don't know what it is, but it was placed there four million years ago. So, oh, the black box. The rectangle. It's a rectangle. So they end up at the spot, and it's the goddamn rectangle. That's literally the name. Oh next shit! Thing really? In my notes. Yeah. <laughs> so that crazy like, wait, I'm church sorry. church music is playing. How the fuck could you not see a black rectangle on the fucking moon? It was buried underneath. So they got the signal and they started unearthing it, unearthing it on the moon. <laughs> they got space shovels. Yeah, they got space like fucking diggers. Um, yeah, diggers. <laughs> I was like claw things. <laughs> the claw. So they get out of the ship and they look at it. Floyd goes over and he starts molesting it. And then they gather round in front of it to take a oh, photo. Oh, and then he starts going, oh, 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 Yeah, oh, they start turning into oh, monkeys. Oh, 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 oh. And he just starts beating it with a fucking random space bone that yes, he found. Space bone. <laughs> so. The moon bone. I just, I wrote this in my notes because it's important to understand what the hell I'm going to say right now. When they get in front of it to take a photo. A loud siren started going off, and for a second, I was like, oh, shit, my pod died. <laughs> and then I realized, like, no, it's the movie. Wait, hold on. Siren from their the ship? The rectangle. From the, okay, I don't know if you know, but how... Can sound not travel in space? Stephanie. It's a vacuum. How can sound travel? Stephanie, isn't the moon, like, you land on it, not in it? Yeah. They dug into the moon, okay. and now they're in a crater. Okay, but that still doesn't explain how sound travels in space. Well, I mean, the rectangle does what the rectangle wants, okay? It's its own woman. It don't need a man. Okay, space people. <laughs> space Rocket people. scientists uh, listening for, to For this. everybody at NASA who listens to this <laughs> podcast, tell me how space sound works. Mark Rober. <laughs> who? <laughs> oh, he used to work for NASA, and now he's a YouTuber. Okay. <laughs> All right, you know so the now- glitter bomb? Have you seen that? I've seen, yeah. Videos. He made the glitter bomb. Oh, I'm glad he put his space knowledge to work. Yeah. Um, all right, so then it says, oh, wow, I spelled Jupiter wrong. Um, Did you spell says, Goopiter? Oh, no, no, no. I just didn't put an S. It says Jupiter Z- mission <laughs> 18 months later. So. It's a baby. No. <laughs> new ship. <laughs> oh, hey, yo, new ship just dropped. Um, <laughs> okay. It looks like a fucking long tail with like a ball at the end. So it almost looks like a war it's funny you say that um <laughs> it almost looks like a worm but like it doesn't have a neck so it's just like a ball on the end of this like line okay a lollipop sure but it's got a tail a at the sperm. end so you see this one guy jogging in this new ship and he's it's it's another thing where like he's jogging straight but he doesn't go like really upside down the camera follows him the whole way so it looks like he's jogging straight but he is on a wheel basically okay he's going like in different directions oh <sighs> All right, Topo, motherfucker. Strawberry hibiscus is better than prickly grass pear. So is, I almost said mojito. What the <laughs> hell is happening? Margarita. Mojito. Mojito. <laughs> I want to name my son that. 
Hito. <laughs> Come hither. <laughs> Mogo Hito. So the guy's jogging on the ship and But is he exercising or yeah, he's, he's going exercising? Okay. Yeah, he's going from one side of the ship to the other. That's where he's going. <laughs> we see um I don't know, he could have some fucking special news. He's got a gift to the cap. There is no captain. There is no captain now. <laughs> I, I am the captain. <laughs> All right, so you this- know I just watched that recently for the first time. You quote it all the time, though. I know, cause that line just became fucking famous for some reason. Good for that guy. Um, <laughs> so we see a another guy who is close to this red light in like a small box area, and then we see him climbing out of it, crawling out of it, and from the ceiling. Uh, and sorry, into the <laughs> hamster wheel. <laughs> Every time I burp, I hate it, but like I know I have to leave it in because it's funny. <laughs> We apologize if you don't like burps. <laughs> yeah, I know if that's gross to you. <laughs> Just fuck off. I don't know. So, We're drinking carbonated drinks. It's right. going to fucking happen. So, okay. More gross food. <laughs> the jogger is eating food. Drinking it's, food. No, he's no. this he's eating. But oh, okay. Solids? Oh, so, no. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine space imagined. diarrhea? This is the hardest part of this movie. <laughs> he also has a tray of food, and it's like carrots, corn, potatoes, some kind of meat because of the colors. Okay. But it's long rectangles of the food mushed up like baby food in these cartridges and he's eating out of it. I, honestly, I think I might rather drink it at that oh point. Oh my god, I'd rather <laughs> eat this, but whatever. I think we're gross. You so- want fucking vomit food? You want mush? Baby food is good. You just put some salt on it? like. <laughs> so You ask your toddler, it's salt? <laughs> How's it seasoned? I don't have a toddler. I just eat baby food because I'm not that poor. <laughs> baby food's expensive. <laughs> Not as expensive as dog food. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Have you had doggy chow? I love doggy chow. (laughs) Um, So the ship is called the Discovery One. And while they're eating their fucking gruel, um, (laughs) they turn on TV because they have TV. (laughs) Not a TV, just TV. The BBC is announcing that they did an interview with these two men who are on the Discovery One. Yeah, I know. So this was obviously recorded, and they're watching it now on, like, mm-hmm. the 9 o'clock news or whatever. And the crew is made up of five men. So it's two guys, the one who is jogging and the one who is crawling out of the ceiling. Okay. It's <laughs> a normal way to describe that. They're both doctors. It's a lot of doctors in Got this it. movie. And then the three other crew members are in hyperspace. Hypersleep, sorry. They're okay. in these pods. sleep. Yes, they're in these pods, and they, they're sleeping. And the point is, is that they don't need that many men awake for that Before long of a time. To the, right. So yeah. these special doctors that they have in these pods, they specifically, their specialty is to go and like do this mission. They're the ground team. Now, I don't know what the mission is. But <laughs> okay. Do they not say? The, the rectangle sent a signal to Jupiter. So they have to go to Jupiter now. To figure out what the fucking signal was that the rectangle sent. Okay. You got it? <laughs> I guess. All right. So five men, and then they also have the HALL 9000, otherwise Wait, known- hold on, but that only accounts for four guys. Where's the fifth dude? I told you three of them are asleep you and said two, two of them- two No, of them three are of them are asleep. You said two. I said three of you them. You said two. 
Okay, now we're doing this. Stop it. I was wrong. I, huh? <laughs> this is, God, I wish I re- could record every moment of my life. <sighs> so anyway, this is the most important part that you interrupted with your wrongness, I'm by so the fucking way. sorry. It's five crew members yes. and the H-A-L-L 9000, otherwise known as Hal. What? Okay, what the fuck is Hal? Hal is the ship. Oh. He is the computer of the ship. Does he talk to them? Yes. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> You've never heard any dialogue from this film with Hal? No. I'm sure if you heard it, you would recognize it because it's just so famous. But I mean, we did. Didn't I do a space? Yeah. The uh, Sunshine. The ship also has a name. Okay. And but is this like is, a woman. This is the first, okay? Right, of its yeah, time. Okay. Goddamn. All right. So shout out Hal. <laughs> The doctors who are awake are named David and Frank. David and Frank are doing the interview for the BBC. And they explain that the people who are in hypersleep only breathe once a minute. Because their system is slowed down. Yes. Which I was like, go off. Well, I mean, like, I feel like other space movies has, have done that too. Where okay, it's, again, this is the first. No, 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 I know. But where I'm saying it's like people are sleeping for a really long time but for them like they don't age as fast because their their system is slowed down you don't have stress and bills and all this other shit that ages them every day you had just straight nightmares for five years though while you were sleeping i mean my life is a nightmare so bring it on (laughs) (laughs) so they're like oh and you know hal's the sixth member of our team he's the smart smartest and newest technology so then they interview the fucking robot and it starts it 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 basically mimics the human brain okay and it is technically the brain and the central nervous system of the entire ship he is responsible for everything in the ship including the men who are in hypersleep hal controls everything got it their vitals that the ship's direction the ship's plan to of the mission that they're going to it is in it's the top dog yo it 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 runs the streets of space so i'm just gonna say Mm -hmm. technically hal is a woman hal is not a woman hal's a man he has got three pussies okay why uh because the people are basically sleeping in wombs okay well then that's three wombs not three pussies you gotta have three pussies to have three wombs. yeah i know but (laughs) let's just fucking go with three pussies did you know fun fact so you Kangaroos. can have two vaginas. Yeah, yes, you I told know. us this in another episode of okay, the podcast. Okay, well, remind her. <laughs> <laughs> Kangaroos, I'm pretty, I think it was five vaginas, okay? All right, well. What's a kangaroo baby called? A joey. Good job. So proud of you. The ship is not called <laughs> Kangaroo Jack, so it don't got five pussies. But Hal says that he is foolproof and incapable of any error. He is the newest in his technology. <laughs> Do you know... That usually if you get the first year of any brand new vehicle, that shit gonna break. Oh, God. <laughs> Can we stop talking about cars and triggered? <laughs> By the Disney movie. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> and then the fucking robot is like, I enjoy... I enjoy... Car chow. <laughs> He's like, I enjoy working with people. We have a good relationship. I have a I great... I do not want to murder them in their sleep. I have a great relationship with Dr. Poole and Dr. Bowman. That's Dave and Frank. So then the interviewer says... To David and Frank, Hal seems to have pride in himself. Do you think that he has feelings? And David's like, he's no, incapable of feelings. He just acts like that because that's how he's programmed. And every stereotypical AI. Again, <laughs> this is the first of its kind. So 
now cut to Frank, and I think he's in a tanning bed. I don't know. And <laughs> Hal's like, you have a transmission, Frank. And it's his parents that are sending him a video message to wish him a happy birthday. They Wait, talk- this isn't... No, that was a different doctor. Yes, that okay. Floyd was going to the rectangle they're going to jupiter on the moon got it yeah the moon the moon the moon rules and the rectangle (laughs) 842 wolf avenue do you think we should go yeah i'm too jacked up on candy to go to sleep anyway (laughs) (laughs) i know where that is it's next to melon shakers the gentleman's club (laughs) melon shakers melon shakers so his parents are like sending him a message to say happy birthday and talking to him about people in the neighborhood and his cousin or whatever. I don't know. So <laughs> Jenny died in a car accident. <laughs> <laughs> she was stupid. Hal. Anyway, happy birthday. <laughs> then cut to Frank and Hal playing chess. And I was like, Frank, do you know nothing about playing with computers? They're going to kick your ass. And again, is... to mention Aqua Teen Hunger Force, one of my favorite <laughs> Jesus episodes. Christ, is three when times now. The baby... Master Shake, named, named Ezekiel, comes to the house, and he's like, that's my daddy, talking about Shake, and he's like, I wrapped my rascal two times to feel no pleasure. <laughs> um, at the end of it, they find out that Ezekiel, the baby cup, is older than Shake, and he's like, I'm 3,000 years old, and he's fighting the chess wizard, which is a chess piece with a dragon head on top of it, and he beats it, and then the dragon goes crazy and starts setting the house on fire and breaking shit. I love Aqua Teen and that show Smiling Friends. I think I've only ever seen the first season of Aqua Teen. Oh my god, it's great. (laughs) So anyway... Cut to another scene. David is sketching people who are asleep in the pod. Weird. That's fucking weird. (laughs) And Hal starts talking to David, and he's like, oh, more sketches, David. Can I see what you've drawn today? And David's like, sure. It's him fucking one of the people in the (laughs) crowd. This fucking robot is giving him compliments like he's Bob Ross. Like he knows how to sketch. And I'm just like, okay. Then little clouds. (laughs) The happy tree. We're just going to paint a little cloud right here. We're going to draw a happy little bird. He's just so happy. I fucking love and Bob Ross. And then we can draw a dinosaur eating the bird. <laughs> He's hungry. <laughs> Isn't nature amazing? And now we're going to draw the noose where Jeffrey Epstein hung himself because he did not commit suicide. <laughs> I mean, yeah, whatever. <laughs> so the fucking robot is like, can I ask you a personal question, David? And David's like, yeah, sure, go ahead. And he asks. How many times have you ejaculated into your wife? <laughs> How many times have you come on this spaceship, a.k.a. come inside me? (laughs) What does it feel like to have a penis? (laughs) He's like, hell, you have five vaginas. Why would you ask me that? You know every time you pee, you're technically inserting your penis into me? Okay. This is... This movie's already fucked up. You're making it worse. It hasn't been fucked up yet. So, he asked David if he's having second thoughts about the mission that they're going to. I swear to God, I thought for a second you were going to say sexual thoughts. <laughs> you know, at this point. And Hal is like, I might be subjecting my own personal concerns about it, and maybe I shouldn't be asking these questions, but the mission is difficult, and it seems strange. There are strange stories and rumors surrounding what's been dug up on the planet. And there's a 99.9% chance that you will all die. <laughs> he's He's bringing up... The security that's surrounding this mission and all the other doctors. they Hal is having a fucking meltdown. Hal is like in the calmest he, way possible. He's having a crisis. Yeah, <laughs> he is. 
he's just talking and then david's like oh you're writing your psychology report i see and it's like <laughs> damn you gonna shoot shit out like that at the robot the robot's gonna learn and shoot it right back at you like <laughs> so then hal reports that the battery in one of the satellites on the ship is failing you're telling me now bitch he just got alerted <laughs> David is like, okay, let me check in with Frank the Tank, and uh, we'll get back to you about what we're going to do. We're going to pull, pull out our Duracell batteries. <laughs> they, throw, they just yeet the goddamn Energizer bunny yeah. into space. <laughs> and he's just like... <laughs> <laughs> so they get a call from their base, because I guess they sent out a message that this shit was failing. And their like lieutenant is like, okay, you have clearance. Go get in your circle pod and fix it or whatever. So... Okay. David gets yeeted into space by this fucking pod. Now, this pod is like a circle with rock'em sock'em arms. <laughs> like, I swear <laughs> to God, that's how they extend. He's trying to fix it. It's just boxing gloves <laughs> at the end. He's just punching it. <laughs> so he's, um, he's outside of the ship. He's on the satellite. He takes out the old battery and he puts the new one in. And he goes back inside and him and Frank are like, I swear to God, I thought they were playing operation on this fucking thing. They took a pen and they're like etching like fire into it. They're trying to check the diagnostics of it. And David says, there's nothing wrong with it. And Hal says, well, Hal's the one who told them that it was failing. Yeah. So they they say out loud, like, like, there's uh -oh. nothing wrong with it. Hal lied. <laughs> so Hal says, that's weird. That's very funny. I suggest we put it back in until it fails so we can get a real diagnostic report on it. And since it will only take a small amount of time, it doesn't matter. He's basically like, we don't have to tell the base that you need to go back and switch it out again. Uh-oh. Please. <laughs> so, like, who the fuck is Hal think he is? Anytime there's a movie where you're on a spaceship and you have to go out... That happens so much in space. our lives. Dude, every single fucking spaceship is... Every single space space movie where there's a spaceship is the same shit. As long as you're inside, shit can get fucked up, but it's okay. Have you not seen the fucking video game of Alien? That shit gives me a heart attack when I watch people play it. Oh yeah, that that game is the, like good like jump scares for that, sure. I w oh my god, I watched Hassan play it, and he would scream as I would scream, <laughs> and I'm not playing it, he's playing it. That fucking oh, he game is he crazy. He can't fucking play horror games. He just like... I know. <laughs> I've seen him play Subnautica and he's just like... Oh! <laughs> but no, my point, every time that someone has to go out into space and the first time's okay, the second time shit always gets fucked. They still communicate to base and tell them that like we're going to go back out and switch it out. Why? You put a good one in. Because... It doesn't make sense if Hal is perfect that he would come up with an error like that that doesn't exist. Oh, because he's trying to kill y'all. They don't know that yet. So oh, that's right. why. <laughs> that's, he's not trying to kill them, but I'll explain to you what's going on. He's testing them. They're like, the base is like, it's a good idea if you're going to do this that we run a diagnostics on messy hell. So they're like, okay. <laughs> Hal says, I hope you two aren't concerned. And David's like, how, how could you have made a mistake like this? Hal says, I can only compare it to human error. But you're not human, motherfucker. Frank says something like, but this doesn't happen in the 9000 series, right? You've never had an instance where another 9000 computer has done something like this. And Hal's like, no. Nope. Wait, I thought he was the first of his kind. No, no, no. He's just, he's in the series. They've made other ones like this. Okay. But they weren't ships? No, they're, they're, they're uh, robots that go into these ships. But, you know. He's more advanced? 
I could, I'll tell you what the hell's going to happen, but like, let me get there. Oh, okay, all right. Hal's like, nope, I'm perfect, and don't worry. <laughs> then David says, oh, Frank, uh, something malfunctioned in C-Pod. Would you come with me and, and look at it? And Frank's like, sure. Oh, he wants to chit-chat without the computer hearing him. So they go to C-Pod, and David's like, uh, Hal, shut the doors to the pod. And then David's like yelling, Hal. Hal and Frank's yelling Hal and they realize like he shut all of these configures off Hal can't hear inside the pod so they want to have a conversation without him listening that's what I said so they're both concerned with Hal and the way that it's acting they don't think that Hal is having an error but instead they think that he did this on purpose yep so all the ship operations again is under Hal's control they can ask him to do something and he can either do it or not do it he has the fucking upper hand in this situation. There's gotta be an off switch. They want to cut his brain function off and put him on autopilot. He's not gonna let him. So they know that Hal won't go along with that. They're sitting in this pod face to face like me and you are right now. But like there's little space between them and they're both sitting in this circle like in front of each other. And we, now, we now see... Hal is reading their fucking lips oh my because God. they're facing the window of the pod. Okay. So he knows what they're talking about. Oh, no. Yeah. More black screen weird music. Yo, man, come on. <laughs> Have you ever seen any type of sports game? The coaches, when they're on the mic, they're always like this. They're covering <laughs> their mouths. So when the camera's on them, you can't read their lips. Yeah, because I, I, uh, we all know that when, when football is happening, those fucking robot, football robot, um, is like reading everyone's lips. Okay, anyway. So, I mean, it's a matter of time. You know, the brain concussed peoples, they can't keep playing all the time. They're going to make it robots. <laughs> Fuck. So, Philly will throw D batteries at these robots and kill them on the field. <laughs> There will be robot teams. There will be robot space, uh, Jesus, space teams, Well, if they do teams. that, I, wanna, I want them to let them beat each other up in hockey. Like, you took it away from the humans. Oh, I want to have robots explode, like, <laughs> yeah, hitting so into each I. other. Yeah, There's going to be a special robot that comes, cleans the body parts. <laughs> so now we see that um, Frank is outside of the ship, switching out again the old battery with the new one. Yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> we, we see... The Rock'em Sock'em pod going up closer to the Frank. Ship, yeah. To Frank. Because you have to get in the pod to go out to the, the I area. I thought both of them were in the pod. No, no, no. They That, that scene's over. One new of them scene, got out? New scene. Frank is putting in the old battery now. Okay. Which is what their plan was originally. Okay. And David? David's inside the ship. Okay. He's watching from the inside. Got it. And we see <laughs> David... Over the like soundboard configurations and the window in front of him, you just see Frank rolling like into space, like cartwheeling upside down. I laughed. Like it was just like, woo! Like he's just so fast. And the way he's like, he got like fucking slingshotted out by whatever happened. It was Hal, but like, of course. He like popped a door open and just fucking hit him, and he's just like, just rolling into space, like upside down. Like he's a tumbleweed in space. Hal says Frank's radio is dead, and I don't know what happened I'm to him. I'm pretty sure he's fucking dead. Oh. I'm like, what the fuck did I write? I accidentally wrote, Frank is Justin flying, but I meant Frank is just flying. Okay, Justin flying. <laughs> yeah. 
So David gets into one of the other pods and he is looking for Frank in space. And I don't know how he finds him, but he does. <laughs> and his just his rock'em sock'em robot hands reach out for him and like grab him. They get back to the ship. All of the men that are sleeping in the pods, their pods start to malfunction. You see all their vitals just start to drop. And then a light going on that says life function shutting off. Oh, Hal shit. is suffocating them. Oh, shit. This is the most famous scene of the movie. Okay. David gets back to the ship. He's holding Frank in his arms and his robot like arms. a baby? Yes. Wait, he, whose robot arms? David is in his own pod. He went out because Frank got fucking ricocheted into space in his I space thought, suit. Oh, I thought he was in a pod. No, the pod just took him out to the satellite where the ship was. He was outside of his oh. pod. And he just fucking rolled. Okay, out, like, I thought it was his, his oh, no, pod it's his body <laughs> oh spinning God. in space. <laughs> That's funnier. So David says, "Open the pod bay doors, Hal." And Hal says, "No compute." <laughs> I can't do that, David. Well, actually, a couple of times he says this, and Hal isn't responding to him. Hal is straight up ignoring him. He's like, "I'm leaving you on red." So yeah. he's like, "I don't like Frank." Yeah. <laughs> He's agitated and he keeps saying, open the doors. And Hal says, I'm sorry, David, I can't do that. Why not, bitch? David says, what do you mean? And Hal says, this mission is too important for me to jeopardize it. Then why are you trying to kill us? Dave says, I don't know what you mean. And Hal says, you know what I mean. You were going to disconnect me and I can't allow that. He's like, I read your lips, David. I know what you were doing. Uh-oh. So Dave's like, oh, well, Dave's like, where'd you get an idea like that? And Hal says, I can read lips. Hal is serving cunt. He is just, <laughs> he's like, we're not doing this today, boys. So let me speak to your manager. <laughs> Dave is like, I'll just go through the emergency airlock then. And Hal's like, good luck doing that without your helmet, bitch. Because <laughs> he doesn't have it. Hal then says, this conversation is serving no more purpose. Goodbye. Wow. Oh, my God. He's, Dave's yelling at him. He's not responding. So Dave is fucked because he's. He's, I just need him to start rock and socking this fucking spaceship. Again, what did I write? It's just the autocorrect. He's starlight. Like (laughs) he's sitting there, Dave, and he's thinking because I know I knew what he was gonna do. He's like, I have only one option. He lets go of Frank's body, so now Frank's dead. He's just floating in the space. Bye, bitch. Yeah, he straight up just lets go of him. He goes to the emergency airlock and. Yo, he's space trash now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he opens the emergency airlock door and he turns the butt of his pod around so he gets fucking shot out like shit into, yeah. into the area. But like, you know, air is going crazy. He's holding on because he, he's got to like make sure he can crawl to the front of the door. He does get in finally. Hal is like, what are you doing? And now Dave's giving him the silent treatment because he's like, bitch, if you're going to do that to me, I'm going to do it right back to you. <laughs> So then, oh my God, so petty. <laughs> I was like, I know everything hasn't been quite right with me, but I feel better now. He's like gaslighting the shit out of him. And then he's, Hal's like, Dave was born to die. <laughs> then Hal's like, Dave, I can see you're really upset about this. And maybe you should just sit down, take a stress pill and think things over. Let me give you a massage. Dave is fucking like over the shit. He's walking <laughs> straight up to his goddamn Brindusi and he's about to take it out. <laughs> you know. When hamsters are trying to alleviate tension, they go on their hamster wheel. Maybe you should do the same. Yeah, and then I'd be like, do you know that hamsters, like, basically fucking combust for no reason? (laughs) So he crawls into his brain, 
But Hal won't shut the fuck up. He thinks he's doing something here, and he's not. He's just saying, stop. Stop, Dave. Don't do it. Stop. No. Why won't you stop, Dave? (laughs) Why? Stop. I love you, Dave. So he keeps talking, and Dave just starts... The way he... The way he's taking out his brain, it looks like all of these slim, like, cassettes. And he's popping them, and they're just slowly, like, jutting out. Mm -hmm. So as he's doing this, Hal knows that the importance of the mission and... Wait, what? (laughs) Oh, okay, sorry. While he's doing this, we hear a pre-recorded briefing from Dr. Floyd from the beginning of the movie telling them of the purpose of their mission. And he says... And we haven't heard it up to this point. No. Hal okay. says... He says that Hal knows the importance of the mission alone. So Hal has been... The goddamn robot's been briefed on why they're doing this, but the men haven't. <laughs> you just need to go here. That's all we're telling you. Dr. Floyd says 18 months ago, the first sign of intelligence was buried and discovered on the moon. A radio mission was aimed at Jupiter, and the black monolith has remained buried, and it's still a mystery of its purpose for being there and why it was put there. So they are going to Jupiter to find this radio emission to figure out where it came from. Right, like if it's another fucking rectangle or something. And at this point, we know that it's a fucking alien. Now we see a cut screen. It says Jupiter and beyond the infinite. So, wow, wait wait a second. (laughs) But, like, Jupiter's not even that far in the solar system stephanie i told you i don't know science and planets and space wait a second while he was taking his brain out i skipped this part by accident um hal is like saying all the shit and his voice just gets lower as it like starts turning off and it's like i was taught a song when i was first made would you like to hear it and dave's like yes i would like to hear it and then he's singing daisy daisy so dun, 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 dun. I go crazy. And you look sweet upon this seat for a bicycle built for two. Macaroni in a pot. Yeah, he's singing WAP. <laughs> the scientists were like, we have a great song for you to learn. So, all right, Jupiter and Beyond the Infinite. The ship is getting closer to Jupiter. And as it's approaching, there's another monolith, a black monolith, or black, 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 black rectangle floating in the middle of Jupiter. It's bigger than the other one. It's the mothership. And it's floating like Frank, um, just in the middle of the goddamn it's space. It's spinning? No, it's not spinning. <laughs> and it was just like, woo! It's, it's Rave Night the on the space alien ship! <laughs> We see two planets, Jupiter and whatever one is near Jupiter and the sun. I know it's not a planet, but I'm just telling you, like... I think Saturn is the one after. I don't fucking know. Google. <laughs> so, Dave is now hyper-speeding through space. His pot is shaking, and he looks like he's having a seizure. There's all these walls of light around them. They're neon colors. He's just, like, flying through. And we see... I almost was right. Yes. <laughs> We see like a nebula of light that just exploded in his like, you know, foreground or whatever. Wait, is he looking at Jupiter? No. Now he's like flying through some fucking portal. I don't know. So he found a black hole. Like the fuck? Because he ends up in front of a space womb and we see a space sperm swimming to it. So, so (laughs) 
know what it is? This is the Big Bang. There was a just all darkness and just one singular sperm, and then it blew up. Then we see, um, like, ground and craters, and it looks like he's almost flying over it. And it's all these neon colors, like purple, yellow, red, green. He's over this terrain. We're cutting back to David in the pod, and he's, like, having a seizure. Like I said, his eyes are rolling back in his head. And G-forces, goddamn. (laughs) Then he blinks, and it changes, because we are now sitting in the pod, and we're looking out of the pod, and he, the pod is inside this, like, fucking mansion. It's like what? 15th century mansion. And time travel? No, but I can't explain this. Okay. <laughs> so there's all these like Greek statues and this beautiful Victorian bed. Is Space Mansion? Like- and then <laughs> from the pod, we see David. <laughs> Space Guidos? <laughs> from the pod, we see David standing in the middle of the room. He's in his red space suit. But he's, it's red? Yeah, his spacesuit's red. And Frank's was yellow. Oh is that God. mustard? <laughs> is this where, I'm sorry, is this where Guardians of the Galaxy 2 got their fucking space rainbow suits from? I don't think so. So David is standing in the middle of the room, but he's old. And he goes into the bathroom, which is bougie as shit. He walks up to is, the mirror. Is it all mirrors? It's large mirrors and <laughs> then the bathroom. <laughs> That house I sent you where it's a toilet and it's just all yeah. mirrors. Every now and again, we go on like Redfin or Zillow and just look up houses and crazy. some of the shit that we find is just crazy. Like you know someone got murdered there. So he walks into Why the bathroom. I want to see myself 360 taking a shit on the toilet. We're almost done. I'm sorry. Okay, love okay. God. <laughs> he walks into the bathroom and he looks at the mirror and this is when he sees himself for the first time and he's older. And... He hears something, so he turns around, and from the bathroom, back in the room that he came from, he sees an old man sitting at a table. It's Hal. The man turns around. Hal's a robot. He's just a red light. (laughs) He turned into a man. The man turns around, and it's David, as an even older man. And he's looking at David in the spacesuit, so himself. Older David, who is sitting at the table, walks into the bathroom, and then comes back out and goes to the table to finish eating, because that's what he was doing. And he knocks over a glass and breaks it. And as he looks down and looks back up, he looks at the bed in the room. And an even older version of himself is in the bed, like a dying old man. What? And the old is, man... Is this like if you stayed on Earth? <laughs> no. <laughs> the old man starts to raise his hand. And as he raises his hand, the black rectangle is in the middle of his room. Is it a small version of it? Because this thing was big, bitch. And then it's, I mean, it's still big, but. And then we look back in the bed and old, old, old man David has turned into a fetus in a womb floating. What? The baby is staring up and then we zoom back into the rectangle. And this is when we are now brought back to space with the music from the beginning. Dun, 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 yeah. dun, dun. Okay. And the womb is of David. It's baby David floating in space outside of Earth. The end. (laughs) What? Listen, my brother even was like, I don't know about the plot of this movie, but I'll definitely agree with you that the music and the cinematography is beautiful. Apparently, the whole, like, point of it is speaking about humanity. Okay. and, And, like... How how just everything is fucked up when we learn how to, like, use weapons and build the technology. And, like, it's so fitting for today's age. But it's the circle of life, basically. Like, David 
is born, he he lives, he has a purpose, he does the purpose, he dies, and then he's recreated again into this giant fetus that's terrifying looking. And it's outside of fucking Earth. But we never find out what the black rectangle it's is. It's an alien. No, I get that, but why? Boy, why? Why? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Two hours and a half, though, this, like, I told you, like, That's there was nothing fucking That, I mean, like, I get, I guess, for visuals and shit like that, but this could have easily been, like, an hour and a half. Oh. Yeah, I mean, Stanley Kubrick, he was, like, one of the first directors that would do shot after shot after shot of the same thing with not trying even a reason of mistakes. Yes, just trying to incorporate as many shots as he could. And he was anal and neurotic about all the ways he wanted things to look and be built and shot. And it sh- this movie took four years to make. Really? They started making it in 1964. Four. Yeah. I mean, it sounds cool. It is really cool. But it just- seems very, I mean, I guess it's on purpose, but very, like, open-ended, up to interpretation. Like, I'm not giant lie, fucking fetus smart. baby. Like, like, oh, that's beautiful. Cool. Yeah. That's, like, also one of the most famous shots. This is just, that's the him, that's him jogging. Okay. That's what the ship looks like from the outside. <laughs> that's Hal. Dude, that's straight up the fucking uh, computer from Wally. <laughs> I have to tell you this. This movie came out before Wally did. Yeah, no shit, but I'm saying they drew that's inspiration David in Hal's brain. That's cool. It, I mean, the, the whole from what I see, movie. the visuals look This awesome. is the room, <laughs> the bedroom that the, the pod ends up in. He, he's got fucking disco floors. <laughs> it's modern English century. I that okay fucking. This is the flight attendant floor. walking upside down to go into the pilot's deck. Like, it's just it's so fucking cool. I I I. I and then that's, that's when they're talking. talking. The yeah, and you see the window and Hal's yeah. right there. <laughs> it's such it's such fucking a beautiful movie. Like that's him when he's like, open the pod bay doors, Hal. I can't do that, David. I mean, it looks cool. All right, well, that's uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey. It was not easy. I was, like, worried how I would explain this, but I think I did okay. No, you did good. Thank you. So no trivia? Literally all the trivia is, like, 18 pages long about how the set design was built, about how the idea came forward, about what Kubrick wanted it to look like. Gotcha. Nothing crazy like he, you know, called Shelley Duvall ugly and made her cry, like, on The Shining. <laughs> you know? Like, nothing crazy like that. Okay. I don't know what to think anymore, man. I can't get out of my head. Why are you on my head? <laughs> Smiley friends is smiling friends is insane. All right, so that was our movie, and uh, good first story to be back, I guess. Actually, this is gonna come out after Stephanie because she's technically next. So, like in the line no, of what, what we released, the last I... one was the Wicker Park. That was my movie. Oh, it was. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. So you're going to hear the next movie by Stephanie first. first. And then you're going to hear so this So if it one. don't make sense and we're talking about shit you haven't heard yet. That happens all the time. Um, it does. So we'll see you on the next one. Yeah, thank you for staying around. Uh, we hope you have a good evening, night, morning. Bye. Bye. Bye.